Hey, this is Lucky from a grim podcast, A Perilous Adventure. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. It's time for Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? Your weekly Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavog. I am the guy sitting in this chair this week. My name is Tim, and with me is my uh, is my friend Dan. Hi, Dan. What was your name last week? Uh, I forget. Oh. Hi. I kind of, listen, last week, I think, was it last week that was? No, last week we had uh, Mike Tisdale. Mike Tisdale. Mike Tisdale was here, um, which actually Great was, guy. was, yeah, it was, he was a delight. I, he, he kept back a little bit how, how biting he could be. And I, I hope we have him on, the, on again so he can be untethered. He can let loose. He can let loose. He knows that the, the gloves don't have to stay on. Correct. So much. Correct. We could take it. But this week, on, you. correct. Yep, one hundred percent. This week on Wait to Die Roll a Wild, uh, Dan and I went to our first tournament. Yeah, this past weekend. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about um, an absolute stomping that happened this past Monday at Twitch.tv/slash Professional Casual Network, where Dan and I played a game with two lists that were generated by uh, Mister Sidious Mike from our Twitch chat. Mm. Um, that had a fun list. really cool, uh, fun, kind of unaffiliated list. Dan played uh, hands-free. Yeah. Uh, that was a whole bunch of characters uh, that uh, had lost hands. In the MCU. In the MCU. I had played a list called uh, Tim Can't Roll Support List uh, that was specifically <laughs> designed to uh, have me have successes on both blanks and skulls because uh, I, I throw a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, we're going to talk about some hobby stuff that we did this week and a card reveal that I am incredibly excited for. Yeah. As, as far as things that we speculated here, uh, is pretty much exactly what I asked for. So as, as always, um, AMG, thank you for, for watching the show and listening to my direct feedback and, uh, you know, making it kind of exactly what I wanted it to be. She looked good. She looks awesome. <laughs> and, and that'll be about, uh, Black Swan, uh, new, fourth threat on the black order spoiler alert she's a fourth threat spoilers yes 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 but we will get into that very shortly but let's start out with some game not some games played but maybe some hobby thoughts mr dan what have you put brushes to models this week or glued to sprue uh no (laughs) (laughs) i did buy some new brushes okay over at bearded dragon games.online I went to the actual store and bought them, but you can probably get stuff like that on the store online as well. And yeah. then at the tournament, I actually won Best Painted. Yeah. It was awesome. I wasn't really expecting it. Looking around, I was like, I don't, it's not like a shoe in by any means. Yeah. Um, 
there's certainly some competition, but I, I was very excited to won that. So I got some um, agitator balls to put in paint pots, little stainless steel balls. Uh, so so last night on um, on Taylor's uh, hobby stream here mm. at, on on the network, um, I called the paint pots paint buckets because I did. did not know what the the terminology was. I learned a lot last night on that particular stream as far as terminology in in hobbying. Now yeah. that I'm in a now that I'm a hobbyer. Now that I assemble a hobbyist, a hobbyist. Yes. Between Taylor himself and a ton of people um, throwing up awesome advice in the chat. Yes. Yeah. It was a great, that's a great stream to learn about even the basics of painting and then a little bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I got those and what I, oh, I got magnets for the bottom of my bases so they fit in my lunchbox. Oh, and <laughs> <laughs> so they stay in my lunchbox. I got to put one, one, one came off of Omega Red and I got to find it and put it back on there so he doesn't move around. Oh, an Omega Red magnet. Yeah. An Omagnet Red. Omagnet Red. Oh, magnet. Dan, <laughs> what were those little balls you got? You got balls to shake around and things too? Yeah. Or did you already go over that? Well, I said I got them, but oh, gotcha. yeah, the so agitators. Um, so uh, the guy at the store recommended he put two in a pot. The thing came with like a hundred for like eight bucks. I think it was army painter stuff. Um, he said he recommends he put two in the in the pot so they can mix up together. And especially like they're really good for GW's contrast paints because they tend to settle out, especially the apothecary white, which mm -hmm. everybody said was magic in a pot when it first came out. Yeah. Um, that one really settles out. So a lot of the white pigment is in the bottom. You gotta just gotta shake the crap out of it for gotcha. like minutes to really get it uh, well mixed again. So you're not just putting on the the mixer with it. You need the pigment as well. But with the agi with those agitators in there, is it a very different scenario? Is it just a couple quick Yeah, it's shakes? like putting a blender ball in a bottle. In, okay. In, like, in a cup to shake up your whatever powder mix, right? So I so so that's, that's one of the things that we're gonna differ on because we have that professional and casual kind of divide. I don't use uh, blender balls. I use the Helamix, which is blender ball-less. And no, oh, because no it has the like the the thing at the top, right? No, no, it's just a cup. It is just lid. it's 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 a it's a like a shaker bottle that has like it's like a hex pattern that kind of like spirals down. Oh, on it's on the inside. And so so you, it... you shake it. No, there's I mean it's it's just regular cup. There's nothing really in it. It's just the shape and the contour of the bottom half of the bottle. Just yeah, I'm just saying the in. It's not yeah. just the outside to hold on to. It's on the inside as well. That that helix. Yes. So then it kind of like mixes it up more. Yeah. Okay. Real good. Well, I could same idea with paints. If you were to use a blender bottle, uh, blender ball type thing, you know what I mean. I do. Even if you don't use one. Yeah. Right. That, I'm just saying know. that Helamix, uh, Army Painter, or uh, <laughs> put him in hex shape or Citadel. Box. Yeah. Should should hire the Helamix guys to make little Helamix paint pots. Is all I'm saying. All right. I mean, it also helps if you just use the paints often enough that you don't have to shake it a little bit. Because oh, most fair. paints will I mean, paints will separate over time. Um, you, sh you always give your paint a good shake before opening it. But like the contrast, especially separate out, especially the white. Oh, so like, my. I have a hundred of them. I'll put two in the white, and I'll figure out some other ones too. Yeah, <laughs> it was essentially free. So <clears throat> the um the the primer spray cans that I got three years ago and have oh, been in my garage for a couple of years. Are those still good? Do you think the what spray cans? Yeah. The, I had uh probably racier, I think, or something. The, uh, your best bet will be to bring them inside and let them go come to like 
room, you know, temp. room temperature before you try them. Because if it's too cold or too hot, especially if it's too humid, you don't want to prime. Because uh, then the the paint will get like chalky. Oh, okay. Um, I did that on accident with my Glacier King for my trolls for hordes back in the day. That's like the big, big model, it, Real right? big, a gargantuan. Yeah, it's like 10 pounds. Yeah. Because it's like resin and plastic and metal. It's weird. Um, I but did a that really just complicated. Drank, that when it sprays on all chalky, it just like drinks paint. It absorbs into the primer and it's not fun. I did a really complicated trade once where that involved a Glacier King. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that I think I was I was swapping an army for another army that some other dude wanted and then splitting that and trading half of that army for Glacier King to some other dude who it was it was a wild like round of it was like a wheel and RPG dealing. side quest. Honestly, it was for like, oh, you got to bring the smelly sock to the smelly sock guy and he'll give you a, a lava clear that you bring to the lava clear store. Um, <laughs> But. Yeah, but yeah. So that's I haven't actually got to use those things yet, but okay. I finished Horizon uh, Forbidden West last night. Okay, so that'll free up a lot of free time to actually like paint again. I, I had to play that game every day. I just started playing Earthbound again for like the sixth time, and I'm know. almost to the point where I've always stopped playing. Uh-oh. So I can break through that wall. It's gonna be like Samwise, and be like, if I take one more step, it'll be the farthest from home I've ever been. Yeah. Yep. And, be, and then you'll be like, I don't know what happens after this point. It could or be anything. Uh, no, I don't. You could go on a boat. It could be. I have no idea. I never got out on it. There's a lot of buses. So one thing that I really like, I, guys, at least I put it in the description that if it's just Dan and I, we're going to get on some tangents. I, I did see you put that right in the description. But um, <laughs> one of the things I absolutely adore about Earthbound is that obviously like in most RPGs, especially from that era, you start in one town, you go to the next one, you go to the next one. The first town is called Onet. That's spelled O-N-E at second count sound is Tucson. And then there's three side. No. Threed. Isn't it four side? And then four side. I've heard of that one. Yeah. So I like that they kind of made it chronological like that. Uh-huh. Little, little, little jokey jokes. I need to give Earthbound another try. I played it years ago on the Wii U when it was on a virtual console. Yeah. But I was real mad that you couldn't just play it on the gamepad. You had to play it on the TV. Correct. It's like, wh- why? What's the what? I why was there that restriction? It didn't make any sense to me. I had that exact experience. I was so excited for that to be on the Wii U pad or whatever. So I was yeah. like, oh, the kids can watch something on TV and I can play it. Like, and we were all like spending time. Exactly together. the same reason. Yeah. yeah. And and it, it didn't function. No. Nope. It was like what? What limit of technology does this Wii U pad have that it can't play a Super Nintendo game? Yeah, you can or play like, Smash on it. What's the point of that? I didn't. It just didn't make any sense to me. You and can play the newest Smash on it, but not a Super Nintendo game. Yeah. Then, yeah. <sighs> but anyway, now it's on the the Super Nintendo like um, Switch Pass thing. Yeah. So I've been playing it on that. I'll have to check that out too but, at some point. Well, I beat Horizon. I could play that now. Yeah, one hundred percent. Here's the deal, though. You want to know what I did this week as far as hobbying? Yes. I watched Taylor <laughs> airbrush and then uh, highlight some of my uh, my measurement tools. And they look incredible. Yeah. Like, incredible. So, like, he sent me a picture today and was like, yeah, so apparently black was the correct thing to do on the uh, the high-rise portions of that after yeah. I airbrush the thing. It looks Awesome. Yo, I want to see that now. picture. Uh, I'll show it to you. You know what? I'll show it to uh, to our people in, in stream as well. If you're watching the podcast Ooh. version, uh, you, you're kind of out of luck on this one. But look at this. Look at how this came out. It is so groovy. 
Ooh, that looks really good. Nice job, Taylor. Show y'all here too in in just one moment. Look at that. It just, I mean, it almost looks like it's not even on a phone. It looks like it's like in a little dice tray or something. It really does. But he did a he did a fantastic job. And if you haven't already, please just pop right over to twitch.tv slash professional casual network. Uh, because every Wednesday, Taylor's been going live and doing some hobby stuff. Six to eight PM Eastern Standard Time. Thank you. Um, and then Mondays and it's as well. It's a blast. It's super fun. Wraith likes to play the air horn when Taylor has either a blade or like a brush to model. Mm-hmm. She was nice at one point last night. She did it as he was cleaning a brush, I think, or yes. he didn't have the brush on the model, so it wasn't going to get red all over Red Skull's black coat, but it was still really funny. But he does a really cool job there. I learned a lot this past week. I hung out with him in the chat for a little bit and uh, asked a bunch of bunch of stupid noob questions that was really fun that you were on there talking with him directly i almost joined in on the discord yeah you totally could have <laughs> just on my phone <laughs> just be like hey what's up guys and you'd be like wow what's happening <laughs> but i was like ah that might be too too casual of the, the casual professional side right um I, crash we were trying to time it out too so that i was going to be playing the knocking sounds as his wife came down and knocked on the door yeah and then you told him so there's a delay right so i'm talking to him live and then i'm watching it too muted but there's that like 45 <laughs> second delay so yeah like, i'm gonna get up for a second and i was like oh now's the time i'll tell chat and that way they know what's going on mm-hmm and waiting for him to come back on the screen, which was in the future. And I forgot about that. So he had already sat back <laughs> they down. They sat down and put one headphone in. And then he was like, I hate you. And you're like, no, no, no. I told you an accident. <laughs> but yeah, so I ruined Just wait it. a few weeks and he'll forget. That's yeah, that, that'll be the hope. Or, ooh, he probably doesn't listen to this show or the podcast. So what we'll do is oh one week God. I'll have you get in chat with him. Sure. And I'll drive to his house. Oh, my God. And start pounding on the door. He will literally jump out of his skin. He is the most easy to startle person I've ever met. <clears throat> you will. Yeah, he'll have a heart attack or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're willing to. I think uh, we're willing to take that risk, though. Yeah. And I mean, no one's going to help uh, drive me there anyway. So I might as well just do it solo. <laughs> I will get out of the way that for our tournament that we went to. Uh, it was up in Syracuse. It was a, a little over two hour drive. I purposely did not offer to drive just to keep the shtick alive. I, you know, I appreciate, <laughs> I, I appreciate the shtick being kept left alive. You know? I would have offered to drive my car if I didn't have to take it to the shop because I had a loose sway bar. I found out. I don't even know what that is. Isn't that like the thing in Jeep? So you can like tumble down sand dunes. That's oh, a roll bar. Oh, gotcha. I don't know anything about cars. I just know the sway bar is something that can go wrong, and it's to do with turn. You know, moving your wheels. I got gotcha. you. Turn the wheel. Okay. It was making a really weird noise, but they said it was just loose. Speaking of loose, um, we did go out to Comic Zone in Syracuse, New York. Yeah, I love that place. Um, and played in our first tournament. Is it standard? tournament i think 10 players total yes there were 10 um nick uh the to uh mr keebler run ren ren keebler ren uh to'd it for us dropped out uh so we could have an even number and i mean that's super nice on him yeah and he ran a tight ship like real type ship yeah so it was something we discussed on the way up it was you know i have um a bit more term experience than tim does but not with this game almost exclusively the 40k a little bit of fantasy and smattering of other things 
And a tournament starts at, you know, advertisers start at 11. I feel like we're going to be lucky if we start by 1130 because half the time the TO is like, oh, I have a friend who is going to be a little late. So we're just going to wait till they get here to start, even though there are other options in that case, like give them a buy the first round or something. Mm -hmm. um, and then it's all depends on how quickly you get from one round to the other. How long is the lunch break? Do, does it get extended for X or Y reason? Mm -hmm. uh, but Nick was awesome and he did run a tight ship. I think we were like into round one by 1115. Yep. Which was great. He got pairings set right away. Uh, he he was figuring out long. It was his first time using long shanks and he was figuring it out. Yeah. So like, I think we all gave him a little bit of slack if things took a little bit longer because he was learning it, which was fine. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it was like boom, 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 tight. But not, I never felt super rushed. Correct. Like we had two hour rounds. I think the first game we, we there's 20 minutes left and we both decided that we weren't going to start a new round because we had no characters KO'd yet. Gotcha. So it was like, oh, so it was still going to be another long round. I, he was like, I don't think we like I was I told the guy because the my first opponent, he said it was like his fifth game. OK. Um, And I was just kind of like, I don't want you to feel like you have to rush through it and not play to your potential Fair. just to get another round in. Uh, but I gave him the option because I was up in points at that point. Okay. So it was like, I didn't want to be like Michael Scott, like, oh, we're up. So let's call the game here. Right. <laughs> oh, that's a good way to do it. So what did you, what did you bring to the tournament? So I brought Spider Foes and Criminal Syndicate. Okay. Uh, so I had Kingpin, Shadowlands Daredevil. Oh, oh, let me bring up my roster yeah. so I don't have to just try to remember. <laughs> because we know that's not going to go well. And who were who were you uh, in, intending to lean more into? Did you anticipate you going into it that you were going to be playing more Spider Foes or Criminal Syndicate? I was anticipating playing more Criminal Syndicate just because um, I think the leadership abilities are better. Uh, but I had Green Goblin, Kingpin, Shadowlands, Daredevil. I took all three leaders. Uh, Venom, Omega Red, because I like him. Mysterio, Craven, Lizard, Bullseye, and then Modok. All right. Which um, I just wanted someone else, as, you know, another odd number. And uh, I wanted to take a, a bigger, in case we went a big game to throw in a, a heavy hitter like that. Yeah. I almost switched him out at the end for Cassandra Nova, just kind of for fun and to make Mitch lose his mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's also Cabal. Yeah. Uh, but mostly Modoc won out because he's also a criminal syndicate. Yeah. Gotcha. Cabal. So I, I like to keep it in. Um, affiliation as much as possible uh, and then for my cards i took sinister traps neogenic recombinator cruel tutelage no mercy shadow organization sacrifice all according to plan the grand illusion med pack and brace for impact all according to plan uh i was so on the fence with it, it was almost in my roster as well and yeah. it was in the base roster i ended up not bringing it but did you were you did you bring it in any games uh, that you played and were you able to pull it off I, and was it useful? I did. Yes. Uh, my second game I played against Black Order. Oh, yeah, that is the time. Threat. To it. Yep. Um, it was Thanos, Corvus, Proxima, of course. Uh, and then you also had Honey Badger, which I thought was a fantastic addition to that list. Uh, yeah, it was great. Very much so. Uh, I did use it in like round three or four to get priority back at one point, but it was not the right call. Because I forgot I spent a bunch of power on Shadow. I spent all the power on Shadowlands Daredevil, forgetting he needed some to interact. Yeah. And then I had to use his builder, which brought in the ninjas, which he just killed again for a 
point. So that was certainly something I never would have thought of either. And um, that Thanos gets that extra victory point for mm -hmm. killing a unit against the the hand ninja. So that yeah. can be rough. And I'm very honestly surprised something we haven't talked about before. Just with Grunt yeah. in there now, whether it's it's Nick Fury or Elektra or Daredevil bringing in those grunts, that that is like bait almost yeah. for uh, for Black Order. So I, I ended up going two and one in the tournament, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I hope to get at least, you know, I hope in the past I'd hope to get one win. Yeah. Maybe a draw. Um, but going two and one was nice. And I lost that game to Black Order barely. <laughs> we we were tied at 16 in round five. Okay. But I was up like 14 to four at one point or something yeah um he just came back with a vengeance because it's black order and they can just one shot people so easy mm -hmm. or like one activation take people down and it was those stupid it was just a boneheaded move forgetting about thanos's ability because he said he's he brought other models but he's going to play black order all day ben uh awesome guy yeah i love yep. him a lot we met actually super a lot fun to really play with people there and um as soon as we were deploying i was like oh crap you get bonus points for killing the ninjas, don't you? And he was like, oh, yeah. yeah." And I was like, all right, I could. This Now that I have him on the squad, I should have swapped him out for, for a Green Goblin, but yeah. whatever. Didn't think of it at the time. And I probably should have just had them just hang back within my deployment zone and never present themselves as a target mm -hmm. to not give the points. But I was like, that's a fair bit of what makes Shadowlands Daredevil a four threat. Yeah, is the ninjas as well. I'm sure they're factored into that. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to give them a shot with their um, passing off their extraction. Yeah, because uh, we were playing the scroll. So I was like, if the ninjas get the scroll and then give it to somebody else and then they could get, you know, way out of there. So when we tied at 16, he had killed the ninjas twice. So if I hadn't had the ninjas, I would have won that game. Yeah, because I did build up a huge. There was two turns in a row. I scored the max six points. And what were the so uh so it was scrolls and um oh uh am no not ambush the mutant madman the traps yes okay so there was there were two turns where I had all four traps and the scroll because Omega Red found it which I was like sweet he's yeah. pretty tanky and he just tried to run away but he's got short movement so Proxima was like no get over here <laughs> <laughs> and then the, he he couldn't get to him quite that turn. Uh, and then the next turn, Corvus got up there and literally one shot him. One attack okay. took him from full to dazed. And then what was your third game? Third game was uh, against Criminal Syndicate. Mm -hmm. And it, it was crazy that Kingpin we... Kingpin or... He took Kingpin, okay. yeah. Um, so I tried each of my leaders each game. Uh, the first game was um, Spider-Foes. I remembered Oscorp weaponing like twice. I did okay. it wrong the first couple turns. So one the first couple attacks. Yeah. So I had to... Um, I ended up putting some damage, like taking damage off my opponent because I was like, oh, shoot, I wasn't supposed to reroll that Shadowlands. I was supposed to make you reroll. So we, we oh, fixed nice. that a little bit. Uh, but then I used Shadowlands Daredevil as my leader in the last game. Okay. Um, and that worked out pretty well. We played um, in. Uh, what's the one that you get power for? Infinity Formula? Yeah, the Infinity Formula. You get one power if you're contesting it in the power phase, mm -hmm. which was nice. I think that sped things up. Cause we had a lot more power yeah. on the table cause it was a bloody game. Um, and then what was the other one? Hammers? Yes. 
Yeah, so there was extra dice, extra power all over the place. Yeah. It was a high-powered game. We played really fast, right? Because you played hammers every round, didn't you? I played hammers every <laughs> round, yep. Uh, but that one was, I think he had one character left mm -hmm. at the end. It, it was crazy. I didn't even realize how much damage I was doing until it was like round five, and I was like, oh, oh, he had sin. Because I took sin, I day sin one attack from Lizard with his tail whip, just boom, knocked her behind a building and said, "Stay back there." Yeah, because uh, it was I, you know, you don't respect sin when she's on the table. <laughs> <laughs> he had sin and kingpin left. Was yeah. it? I'd taken out everybody else, and um, it was a pretty close game again. I think it was like, I think it ended like eighteen to twelve or something like that. Okay, so no, no, no runaway by any means, but yeah, um, not as close as game two. Yeah, but oh man, Bullseye was the best model. He was invincible in that game, right? He was invincible. He did so great all day mm -hmm. as a two threat. There, in my second game against Blackwater, there was a turn where he just tanked against Thanos. Yeah, there was a point where I rolled my defense dice uh, as Ben was getting his dice together, and I went, "Oh, I didn't roll any successes." So you just have to. He was at one stamina left. I was like, "You just got to roll one success." He rolls like six or seven dice or whatever, all blanks and shields and skulls. And he, I was just like, "What?" Another guy was sitting there. Um, Tristan yeah. was sitting there, kind of watching, and he was just flabbergasted. Ben just like walked away from the table and sat in another <laughs> chair and was just like, not quite pouting because it, it yeah. was all in good humor, but he was just like. I think he was trying not to get mad because it was just like, what happened? And that wasn't the only time it happened that game where he just whiffed. But it was uh, it was super fun. And just seeing Bullseye go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Thanos, of all people. Yeah. Like, not on purpose. He got teleported over there, but <laughs> he took it. <laughs> and then he got punked by the other, like, he had Daredevil. Oh, no, the last game he got taken out by my opponent's Bullseye at one gotcha. point. So, like, you know. Yeah. Easter famine. Oh man, I love Bullseye as a two threat. He's so good. He's uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so I brought Nagg's uh oops, all rapid fire and rerolls list. So great. And so honestly, it it was it's that that list is an absolute blast. Uh, I had talked to Nate a little bit um about maybe some changes that he had been thinking of, and one of the ones that he had suggested was maybe switching out sin for craven. Um, yeah. because no one likes running sin. <laughs> so I, I was like, yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. I'm going to do that. So I brought effectively the full list, Bullseye, Craven, Medusa, Mystique, Winter Soldier, Hood, Domino, Crystal, Baron, Zemo, and Shadowlands Daredevil. So I could only go uh, Criminal Syndicate, but that was fine because that's the whole premise of the list. Tons of rerolls. Um, for tactics cards, I had Bitter Rivals, Cruelty, Blind Obsession, Field Dressing, Follow Me, Elemental Infusion, Hood's Gang, Deception, Sacrifice, and Indomitable. Uh, Indomitable isn't in the base list. I ended up swapping out all according to plan because after the 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 stream where I tried out that list, um, I kept thinking Baron Zemo was crime syndicate, or I oh, kept thinking right. other people were crime syndicate, and I couldn't spend for it. And I was like, "This is a just yeah." A Chet had to call you out a couple of times. Yeah, on that one. <laughs> I was like, "This is a trap for me that I am not going to acknowledge. So I'm just not going to bring it Fair. to allow myself to mess up." Uh, for tech or for crisis eye, I brought struggle for the cube, uh, hammers, research station, and then for secures, I had demons downtown, gamma waves, and intrusions open across city as seals collapse. That's a fun one. I played hammers every single game. Yep, it was always mine as well. <laughs> always, usually in different spot. I think it was the middle spot twice, and then one of the sides once, but it got picked every time, whether I won priority or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
And then uh, game one, I played against Midnight Suns at 18 threat. All games were at 18 threat, too. Really? Yes. That's funny. Um, so first first round, I was up against Midnight Suns, and he ran a, a beat list. It was Iron Fist, Doctor Strange, Blade, and Hulk. Oh, yeah. I saw he had Hulk because you were right behind me that, that yeah. first round. Yeah, we were butt to butt. We were touching butts. And uh, it's uh, I, I was able to take down Hulk with Winter Soldier. I blind obsession. <laughs> Of all people, right? Just bam, 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 and it—I mean—it took a couple rounds of just, but I mean, we got it done. And and after that, it was—it became a little bit of a runaway. It was unfortunate. I I rolled really hot in the first round, and and his rolls were very unfortunate in the first round. So like Iron Fist got dazed immediately. Well, especially when you, the whole theme of your list is rerolls to yes. to mitigate yep potentially bad rolls or to really help like Winter Soldier with this four strength yeah attack. um but his uh his list was awesome uh because uh iron fist clapped back immediately the second round oh yeah uh, activating uh uh shadowlands daredevil which happened to me in game three as well i mean like oh i got when that iron, iron fist? fist down yep <laughs> and iron fist comes back in round two and turns you off um no not doing that again but i think that, so my first and third games were like i had over 20 it was like 22 to 8 or 20 18 to i'm sorry 19 to 6 game one game two i lost got just eviscerated Alyssa by Alyssa, who had an a force and was it inhumans it was a force and something i forget what the others i i don't know i didn't play your i didn't see her roster but inhumans i know she had medusa so yeah that makes Um, sense and ronin Oh yeah. So um that also makes sense for me. I have I made a, a couple huge miscalculations. Uh I started out strong. I've been running Shadowlands Daredevil up my left flank. If there are um things on is it map E that's along the center? I I, I can't recite it verbatim like yeah. a lot of people can. Um <laughs> but like if there's I, think. I forget what No, one. C goes horizontal across the middle. C. Yeah, so if it's on C, I usually run up him late in the first round to be able to pursuit and get up there to mm. set up for a round two. That's a great combo. Um, a little I bit was, of damage, maybe. Yeah. Move. I was, and then I ran Hood up that side too, and they worked incredibly well together. Getting someone up there to be able to contest stuff. I want the opponent to obviously to have the objective at first, so I get the reroll from the affiliation ability. Mm. So I was able to get Daredevil off or down. Or, I'm sorry. Get Onto Iron the Fist game. off the first round and the second game against Alyssa, I was able to get up there and actually daze Medusa the first nice. round as well, which I was super confident. Yeah. In. And then a special delivery happened. Because she had Medusa, She-Hulk, and Angela, right? And Angela. Yep. And Ronan. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I had a very angry She-Hulk in my face, and I was like, all right, she's over there. I got a couple actually great shots off in the first round on She-Hulk, got seven damage on her. So I was like, okay. Maybe I can do this. So round two starts, and I immediately activate Blind Obsession on She-Hulk, and She-Hulk just goes, no, I'm going to go over here. And then there was an incredibly angry Angela (laughs) who murdered my entire board with uh, Angelic Assassin. So she uh, what a start of Zaphost and dazed, I think, um, Hood or so, whoever was well, over there. Because your whole roster is twos and threes, except for Shadowlands except Daredevil, for Shadowlands right? Daredevil. So Oof. she got in there, uh, dazed someone, Angelic assassined over, took out Winter Soldier, who had one defense at that time because he had blind obsession, She-Hulk. 
That was, I mean, good move. Then uh, I think she has a rapid fire attack or something like that and was able to do bullseye as well and just like took out three characters in the activation oh. and they were all like huge for me. And I wasn't going to get priority back because I went like six wide against four. So it was like, so I had to watch that happen to my favorite characters, Bullseye and Winter Soldier. And Winter Soldier is the absolute workhorse of that particular list. <laughs> Just get decimated and never activate again because they're going to be dead next round two before Ugh. I get to activate. Um, so at the very end, I was just like, all right. So that would have been a time for All According to Plan. It would have been a time for All According to Plan. And they would have had the power well, for Well, Bucky it too. couldn't have done it. And Bullseye could have. Yeah. And um and Shadowlands Daredevil, but <laughs> but yeah, it, that game ended I think with just Baron Zemo alive on my Jeez. side. And all I was doing on my right flank was I had Hood and Baron Zemo. I was like, the worst target to try to kill is Ronan because he's gonna snap, he's gonna clap back when I daze mm -hmm. him and uh, Cree justice me. But I was like, it's my only option. I can't get over to Angela. I am out of this game. <laughs> my leaps and bounds. I am gonna take down Ronan. Uh, wasn't it the game too you said you forgot to you had the opportunity to I got, got your back got your twice back. and Ugh, forgot that's yep. rough because that's yep. potentially 16 dice you're throwing around yeah yep and all against Angela right <laughs> which was yes your your Achilles heel there yeah I, I forgot that she exists sometimes and then she's on the table and just she was awesome and Alyssa was an incredible player too so oh, yeah, so at least you know consolation in a way maybe make you feel a little bit better that yeah. you, though your only loss was to the person that went undefeated and won the tournament. Correct. Congratulations, Alyssa. Yeah, great plan. Uh, which yes, actually does take almost all of the salt out of the wound. You know what I mean? Because I've always been that guy too. Is like, well, if you beat me, you better win everything. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm your now I'm your number one fanboy. Let's do this. You gotta go because you took me out. No one else is allowed to take you out. And we did learn at the end. Nick told Tim that he. Uh, was two victory points away from getting second place. Yeah. Because Alyssa was the only undefeated, so there's a bunch of us that were two and one. Yeah. So it came down to points scored, which I knew I was not going to get that because my first game ended four to zero. Yeah. After three rounds. So it came down to margin of victory, I think, was the first tiebreaker. Right. So, so it wasn't just how many points you scored, but the difference. Yep. Right. So like I would have scored four points the first round. Mm -hmm. The second game, Ben beat me by like three do I just score zero there, or how does that work? I I don't know as far as that. I honestly don't know mm. how it kind of all correlates. But a third game I played against, uh, actually another wide list. He played Shield with some grunts. Also went very wide, a bunch of threes, I think. Uh, I remember seeing a Nick Fury there. That's yeah. cool. So I guess he could go Avengers or or um, Shield. Seems like an, like an yep. obvious good choice and uh, i believe in that particular match he went uh nick fury iron fist iron man a uh, two-point widow uh the grunts obviously and there must have been someone else oh winter soldier another winter soldier as well quite the mirror match you had yeah in the game so that was the match i hadn't taken uh, for the first two rounds i kept the same exact list which was shadowlands daredevil hood winter soldier crystal and bullseye and there must have been one more. Oh, well, oh, Zemo. In round three, I was like, you know what? I haven't used Mystique or Domino yet. I'm going to try out those here. Mystique is actually a really great counter pick, at least for me, uh, in that list um, against Winter Soldier. Because that list is okay. intended to kill people. 
And if you have a Winter Soldier on the opposing team, he's going to take out your threes pretty easily if he's yeah. in range. So Mystique's reactive, or maybe it's an innate, the shapeshifter, that doesn't allow opponents to use reactives on Mystique's turn. I always forget about that. So ability. I was saving Mystique to do those last couple of points to kill people. And it was on hammers. And I had blind obsession on her against, uh, I think it was a Winter Soldier. Love that card. So uh, if she yoinked someone with, I think she had two hammers at one point. So she was rolling six Yikes. on rapid fire. Yikes. And she was rolling eight against Winter Soldier. Ugh. So the, the roster is incredible. It is so fun. It's very reliable. Um, but you, I think it would struggle heavily against Black Order. I didn't play Black Order. And it very much struggled against um, A-Force. Yeah, that makes sense. I think X-23 would also be problematic for it because they are a little bit squishier. You have Hood that has like two uh, physical defense and stuff like that, unless you're spending for invisibility cloak. Yeah, he's so weird. Characters that can but get good. additional attacks off of a kill, I think that that, that particular roster will struggle with. Okay. Outside that, Nate made an incredible roster. It is so fun to play. People like to see it on the table too. Yeah. I, twice, I think I was playing someone. Uh, Isaac, the guy I was playing in the third game, was like, "I, I want to play this. This looks awesome." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it's really fun." And I was like, <laughs> "I think I was, I was giving out uh, Nate's YouTube more than our own stuff." Yeah, right. <laughs> we were gushing that whole time. Yeah, it was. But it was, it was an awesome experience. I mean, we met some incredible people, too. The MCP community just continues to provide incredibly nice, welcoming and friendly people. Just consistently awesome. And, uh, and we've never met like that traditional wargaming tryhard, I don't think, as far as my interactions have gone. No, unless it's one of us. Right. Is it uh, one of us? Is it me? <laughs> I don't think me so. the whole time? Um, I do want to, uh, I had a question I forgot. I do want to address a couple of things that popped up in, in the chat. Yeah. Um, can't see it now. I think it was Robert Bell asked if we saw much of Scoundrels. Yeah. I did. I didn't see it all day. I didn't bring it. No, I didn't bring it and I didn't get matched up against it at all. I'm not sure if people had it in their roster. I don't think so. That's a tactics card. No, um, the superpower Scoundrels. Oh, collapse, ambush. I brought it. It was one of my, I think. I believe nope. you said it. Because uh, I really like that one. No, it wasn't one of mine. But no, we saw no superpower scoundrels as far as the games i played my second and third games wore the same exact crises it was hammers and infinity formula i was shocked that we saw zero juggernauts mm -hmm. on the way there while tim was driving the whole way we were talking like kind of almost taking bets like what's the over under how many juggernauts are we going to see i thought today we were going to see a lot of 10 to 12 people no brotherhood at all mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if there were other mystiques besides yours because I played against uh, the first round I played against Avengers and talk about that one too much. I played Avengers, Black Order and Criminal Syndicate. I saw a fair bit of Criminal Syndicate. There's a lot of crime syndicate, uh, especially with a, a couple of leaders now helps that. And like Shadowlands Redible is new and exciting. We both brought them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I had something else and I forgot. Oh, Robo, Robo said, I thought people just love 20 points. I mean, yeah, I, they do. I didn't take I didn't end up doing any. We did it on oh, yeah, the power phase this past Monday, we but did. not at the tournament. Speaking of, let's jump into that. Or was there anything else you wanted to mention from the tournament? I feel like there was something, but then it left my head. I gotcha. You know how it goes. Um, but yeah, first grade, uh, great first experience. Absolutely. Um, and, and shout out to Nick for running a really good tight ship over there and learning, uh, long shanks there with us. So we could have an inkling when we go into, uh, the what if tournament next weekend. 
Oh my gosh, that's next weekend. That is. So if you haven't signed up yet, get over there and sign up for it because we're kind of closing in. And remember that we will be giving away um, those promo those promo cards from Adepticon. Adepticon promo cards. Nine tactical all art promo cards, two of which include Agent Venom. Agent Venom. Venom. All right, so let's go from games. Well, let's let's sandwich Black Swan a little bit in between the tournament that we played this past weekend <laughs> and our, our game from Monday and get, sure. get into this panel to play that came out this week. So I'm stoked, like absolutely stoked that uh, they have done uh, her perfectly in my eyes. Seems like it. Yeah, we talked a little bit uh, a week or two ago. I read a bunch of Black order stuff to, to try to learn a little bit about these characters didn't really read anything about super giant couldn't find those stories you were talking about on marvel unlimited unlimited so but super but giant wasn't any of the ones that i was talking about during the uh incursions and stuff. when, super she, wasn't when is she part of this team because i read the black order miniseries from like 2017 that you know one issue was focused on her so i got to learn a bit more about her backstory yeah um Look, the panel to play did a really good job of summing her up. It did. Um, so seeing her in action was really cool. And I feel like this card nails what I know about her. Yeah. And even as a couple of things, I was like, oh, I didn't know she could do that. So so let's jump right into it. So as far as jump stats right. go, we have four, four, three, four defenses, which is Ooh, awesome. She's real got Nick good. Fury defenses. Yes, she does. <laughs> no, well, that's he's, solid. He's, he's four, three, four. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. I know he's got two fours on there, but that's. Uh, she has good. Captain America defenses. Accurate. That's America's swan. <laughs> but she's she, from a different Earth, so sixteen thirty-five. I don't know. I think I think it's in this article. It's in the yes. Play. Wow, you remember Hidden that? Hidden City of Earth, sixteen thirty-five. But boom, six stamina, four threat, size two, medium mover. All pretty standard for a four threat. Uh, the defenses I think are 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 stand, pretty standard for four threat, but good. Yes. Yep. No surprises there. No ones and sixes or anything like that. We get a little bit of heat right away on her strike. So starts out as a standard strike. Range two, strength five. It is physical. Gains power equal to the damage dealt. But has push on a wild. And not just any push, Ooh. but a size four or less push. Four. She's <laughs> she's pushing everyone but Dormammu. Literally. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Size three. She's strong. She is strong. And she pushes them away short. short. Most, I mean, most of the time when you see a wild for an attack, it's away. Yeah. Not always, but like often. Dr. Strange's is awesome because it's in any direction. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We'll talk about how great that was. Um, yeah. <laughs> so second up, we have her first spender one power for an I beam. This is energy range three strength five after the target, after the attack is resolved, the target character gains incinerate. Mm. No wild. Auto incinerate. Auto incinerate. You love to see it, Chuck. <laughs> um, and then pierce on a wild. And a pierce. Incinerate and Ooh. pierce. Love it. Dan, there's one thing that we all know, mm? and that's everything dies. What does everything dies do? Oh, that's her third attack. What does everything die do? Her expensive builder. It is. So a spender. Uh, four power, range two. Mm -hmm. So she's only got range two and three attacks. Uh, which is pretty okay. She likes to be up close and personal. Yeah. But she follows it up with eight strength. Yes. For four power. Mm -hmm. uh, also on a wild, she can throw the target short after the attack is resolved. No size limitation. No size She just limit. goes in there and um, hail to the king's people all over the place with eight dice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, if she rolls a hit, mm -hmm. she gets a follow-up. 
This is where she's going to put out some serious damage. Mm -hmm. After this attack is resolved, this character may make an I-beam attack without paying the power cost. I-beam cost one. Mm -hmm. The additional I-beam attack must target the original target character and ignores range and line of sight. So if you get up close and personal, you can pummel somebody with an I-beam to incinerate them. Mm -hmm. Hopefully get some piercing. Then everything dies for eight strength. Throw them. And then both of these things are after the attack is resolved, so you get to choose the order it happens in. Do you I-beam, then throw them? Or throw them into somebody, do some more damage, then I-beam them to probably finish them off at that point, unless it's somebody like Dormammu himself. Yeah. Even he's not good. Even he's going to have a hard time standing up to this barrage of attacks. Just thematically, narratively, the just seeing Black Swan go up and just grip someone, punch them away, and follow it up with that I-beam going just right into them is just awesome. so thematic. Yeah. It is so spot on. Oh my gosh, she's ter- I'm already scared of her. Yeah. Like, yep. no thanks, don't want to fight that. Oh, but we haven't got to her superpowers yet. Correct. So Because she's got our favorite. Charge. Charge. We know charge. It costs two powers. She can move and then make an attack action. Only once per turn. I do really like how it's just straight. It's not like for Asgard doesn't have any caveats. It's just charge. She can do that. And then everything dies if she has power for it. Like, Mm -hmm. wow. Yep. Well, and just thinking about that too. I beaming potentially first, then charging in for an everything dies to just nuke some. Oh my gosh. And then get yourself in a better position. She's already scary. She has three more powers. What she got? Uh, so she has Midnight Field. So this is a pay axe when this character is defending. And this is kind of where her mind controlly stuff comes in. And like telekinetic and, shields she yeah, does sometimes. And, and shrouds and, and the like. So when this character is defending, it may spend any amount of power to use the superpower during the modify opponent's dice step of the attack. For each power spent to use the superpower, this character may change one wild in the attack roll to a blank. It's kind of like... It's it's toned down Modoc's defense there with like you don't get wilds. Yeah. I was like, if she has power, you don't get wilds. And oh, you incinerate on a wild? I have some power. No, you don't. And very legitimately, <laughs> this is probably one of the cooler defensive abilities in the game, right? So mm-hmm. you're only turning wilds to blanks. You are pretty much paying one to be like, no, I don't get pushed. No, I don't get thrown. Mm-hmm. No, I don't get incinerated. And it's a modify opponent's dice step. You know what all the results are. You don't have to. It's not like. So the only thing that could happen after that is crits still do have to after a modified dice, correct? Or no? No, no. You, you, oh, so uh, you, you roll crits before not. rerolls. Modify yes. Modifying your opponent's dice is the last step. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you only have the one wild. I only have to spend one power at the very end of this sequence. Oh, you had two crits this time? Well, I have two power. I don't want that to happen. It's, it's and it's so denying cool. damage, which makes her even tankier. Um, well, she's not really tanky, but it makes her tankier. Uh, Robert Bell in chat says, pow- um, I'm sorry, that it hurts voodoo a lot. Yeah, for Staff of Legba, being able to turn off the power burn. <laughs> yeah, listen, I'm going gonna- to be, she, you just have to roll a bunch of hits against her. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oof. And then her other superpower is another reactive called telepathic suggestion. When this character is attacking. It can use this superpower during the modify opponent's dice step of the attack. If it does, it may re-roll one opposing defense die. It's uh, Green Goblin's old leadership. It is. By herself. She just just spend power on it like he used to. But on a single character? Sure. I love the control of this character. Whether you're being attacked or defending, you are messing with your opponent. You are getting your little black swanny tendrils in there. (laughs) And you're saying, no, no. She does. 
have a bit of a power need though. She doesn't have any free powers except obviously her strike builder. Everything costs power, so she can be a little power starved. Good news, Dan. Hmm? She can equip the power gem. What? That's crazy. <laughs> this is this is our first gem bearer in a long like two time. years. Like yeah. since I think Thanos is the last one we got. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure he was the very last gem bearer. Yeah, it's nice to see it. Either way, it's been in the a game minute. again. Yeah, uh, and, and, and power gem. Oh yeah, flight, which is nice. Power gem is interesting. It's not one that's taken very often. I do like it here. I think it's almost an auto include. Yep. Because she is power dependent, mm -hmm. and I think she's okay at. A, I think that's fine for a five threat. I've seen a lot of people in our Discord and on Facebook saying that she is actually going to be fighting for that roster slot with five threat Corvus with the reality gem mm -hmm. because she has follow up. She's not as maneuverable as he is, but she can put out damage. She can mess with your opponent's dice. I yep. love it. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to fight her. She looks great. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and this is just, I don't know if, if we're going to be, if this is just going to be the season now, uh, nothing changes on her injured side, by the way, either, uh, stamina stays the same as do defenses. It doesn't look like anything else. Gets uh, yeah. I don't there. think she has any changes, which is fine. Um, but I mean, we, we've hit, we've hit a great point from AMG in general with this game, where if this is the quality of character that we are going to see going forward, where they are so spot on to the character canonically they fit very well in in um the affiliation that they're currently in and we haven't seen this level like there's still new implementation to be done we haven't seen these modified dice things on a character like this before we've seen it a little bit with the affiliation ability and we've seen it a little bit without paying for it but the the tactical kind of uh specialist approach that they've taken to a beat stick like this mm. is really really cool to see i'm super excited to see what super giant ends up being because mm. i feel like if this is a, a preview of these next few characters that we're going to see um they're they are absolutely on fire they've already scored three baskets in nba jam uh Whoa. fire yeah yeah yep. i yeah i just the idea of them you know hitting what the character does in the comics portraying that well on the card i feel like they i mean they have a great record with that there are very few characters that i feel either don't represent the character well yes i can't think of any off the top of my head easily and, and very few that feel like they miss the mark like sin stands out some viper but not as she fits her character well yeah. with the teleporting and stuff but like like you said, if this is what we have look, to look forward to, since we don't know any releases after Heimdall and right. Scourge, there are some potential leaks out there from like stores posting things, but well, I would like to wait until we actually see it from AMG. Yeah, same. Um, so where do you see Black Swan going outside of Black Order? Wherever she wants. Uh, yeah, legitimately. <laughs> um, for me... I mean, I always say Steve Rogers Avengers. Uh, she has a bunch of really cool superpowers that you want yeah, to use on absolutely. a regular basis. Granted, one is an X bender and one is one power. So she's not going to benefit hugely on either of those because I don't believe that affiliation ability works on X benders. Mm, I don't, I'm not sure. But, yeah. Yeah, but that's a good point. If it doesn't, it's only midnight. Then um, it's just charge. charge. But still, a one yeah. point, a one power charge. And then she doesn't have to have the power gem. Correct. I feel like. I hope she's the first Black Order to not only be on the Black Order affiliation. Yeah. Talked a bit with what we've seen. Maybe. I'm not. Well, maybe Cabal. 
Yeah. Maybe um, she's worked with others. Like there's no Illuminati affiliation that she would fit in pretty well there. Was there a was there a name for the or was it the cabal, the uh the like evil um she was a member of the cabal throughout the 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 prequel stuff to Infinity Wars. Okay. Okay. That was some stuff I was reading early. with like Loki and Yeah. Okay. I was trying to like run through to find the the stories you were talking about with them, you know, fighting through the incursions. Uh but yeah, the, the group she was part of was called the Cabal. Okay. Um but like so Cabal makes perfect sense. Yeah. I hope. Just to see Black Order have crossover with anybody. <laughs> right. And we know that in their box, there's a new tactics card that everybody is all uh, in a flutter about. Yep. Um, what's it called? First of the Black Order. Something along those lines. Which yep. heavily rumored or just speculated that it could be similar to Bar With No Doors. Mm. And allow Black Order to have whoever be the leader, not just Thanos, which would breathe breathe such a new breath of life into that affiliation so it's all oh, your black order so you're taking thanos corvus and proxima like you'll see different rosters different squads which is only good for the game i think i don't know i so what, what i've heard a lot of is that this just makes black orders core 18 threat <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i I, w- I would love to see her on Crime Syndicate, Daredevil's Crime Syndicate specifically, because she's going to be oh. fishing for that wild for the um for the throw and the hit. And granted, that's on eight dice. You're going to be pretty consistent there getting at least the follow up attack. But I still want to confirm it, you know? Yeah. Uh, Tarkin Sweet Biscuits has a good point. Having her with Dormammu in Dark Dimension. So she doesn't really need yeah, the power, power gem if she's getting extra power every power phase. Like she Yeah, she's gonna spend it. She only needs a she just needs a little bit more. Yeah. Even the power gem is like she doesn't need three every turn. Yeah, she does. Okay, I mean, fair. fair. <laughs> you know, I want to re-roll at least one of my opponent's dice. That's one there. I want to be using uh everything dies every turn. She's one that would be good on Dormammu with the power gem. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she's got six or more power, she takes damage, but she's gonna be spending it all the time. Yep. Um, and compared to a lot of the other characters on Black Order, no invulnerability. Which is a little surprising, mm-hmm. but I don't... She does have higher defenses, though. They don't all need it. Correct. Like, it doesn't need to be on everybody in, in the affiliation. Yep. When you're playing against it, it and does the, get old. And the only one that's it's not on is Ebony Maw. Correct. Right? Because, yeah. Because Corvus and Proxima and... Black Dwarf, Black Dwarf all have all it, and have Thanos it. has better. Yeah. Which is, oof, that's hard to get past. So, yeah, I think on Cabal, granted, if she's on Cabal too, I think that that gives them kind of a, a, a little bit of a needed leg up as well to have an absolute truck. What Cabal just needs is some tactics cards. Mm-hmm. They have two, and they're both character specific. Right. <laughs> so seeing her on Cabal, especially when you have follow-up attacks, getting a, a you know a, a one power refund every time you're striking with everything dies. Yeah, that's awesome. Get half the refund back or half the power you spent back or on a charge effectively. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of awesome, awesome, awesome interactions with her. She she seems really good. I can't wait to see what they do with, with Super Giant. Also, I want to read the, the panel of the play article about her to learn some more. Like I know yeah. some basics like she can fly. I think she might have some energy manipulation stuff. We know that she's known as a psychic parasite. Mm-hmm. I could see her being a three threat. Just from what I've heard about her, a little squishier yeah. um, in terms of defenses and stamina. So and also that just be good for Black Order, I think, to have another lower threat character. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, almost like a Mysterio. Like I, 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 yeah. I anticipate some like a, a lower defensive 
but also a lower threat to compensate for that, but capable of some awesome things, but very clear drawbacks. I like it a lot. All right, Dan. Let's talk about this game last Monday. I don't know why you say it like that. It was an awesome game. (laughs) (laughs) So we decided to play. um, So we used those lists from Sidious Mike. They were 20 threat lists. So we just just, just threw two 20 20 threat down. We did uh, the ambush, the scoundrels, and another one, which was Uh, Creep Power Power Core. Alien ship. So down. Uh, mine was hands free. All the characters had lost a hand or the use of their hands while uh, in the MCU. So I had Dr. Strange, which I haven't had great luck with in the past. And he turned it around this. Yeah, game. he showed up. Uh, Thor, who also get much maligned in the community. He was great. Yeah. Uh, Black Dwarf. Groot, who mm-hmm. went out and Groot. Yes, he and, did. And uh Bucky, winter soldier. a winter soldier who yeah. was also solid. Yeah. Uh, ended up being a, a great team against your Tim can't roll support list, support list, which was uh Loki Corvus with the reality gem, uh, daredevil, black Panther and taskmaster. So these were all people that can count Blaine's successes at some point, either in attack or defense roles. Mm. And you took Shadowlands daredevil as the daredevil. I did. Yep. Because I was looking I looked between the two, and honestly, just comparing the two, Shadowlands Daredevil kind of got an edge for me there, like pretty heavily. Yeah, I mean, Daredevil is like the community's least favorite character, according to tournament rosters. Oh, gotcha. Right, he's like... I haven't looked at who the new power bottom 10 would be for the more recent seasons, but... He's like the 10. Gotcha. Bottom one, (laughs) sadly. Uh, I like him. He he won me that game with... um, the legacy virus that one time yeah i was trying to figure out how to do it with a quicksilver and i was like oh i have daredevil right there he's fast too so that's one interaction <laughs> i would really like to see is uh and something i might take on crime syndicate list going forward with shadowlands daredevil is that ninjas can pass the legacy virus for free oof and don't pay to pick it up yeah so get around that third one costing three or four or whatever yeah yeah super good uh but yeah it ended up being a wild beater of a game it where was. it was like Thor's gonna charge up and just clock well Corvus down one strike <laughs> and a bunch of firsts too uh it normally takes us 20 25 rolls to get the Kree power core right on stream especially when you and I play for yeah. whatever reason I think we there the last two times we played it we've started counting and it was like usually a 19 lot. to 20 something. One time was 24 rolls before we finally got a crit. And you got it on your first roll this time. It was the second attempt of the game, my yep. first with Thor and I was like, I mean, that's a pretty good spot to have it. Yep. He's got 6 and then uh yeah, he picked it up pretty early on on my right flank and then held it for like at least that round. I think you got him the next round. No, I think I you he held it for two rounds. Was it two? Oh, yeah. right, right. Because the next round he uh, was just like, uh, Corvus is right there. I don't <laughs> like that. And just charged into Corvus and just wailed him with that hammer and took him down. Yeah, Corvus was one of those weird bathrooms with the light out, the light switch outside. Like Thor just turned up, turned off the switch and Corvus was off. He just turned him off. <laughs> he was just no more. Uh, it, yeah, that was a. Uh, that one was kind of wild. Bucky held the left flank by himself for a while. Yeah. He did go down, but he was up against Loki and Taskmaster, just blasting away, kind yeah. of holding his own, mm-hmm. shockingly. 
Uh, Doctor Strange, once again, turning Corvus off. Corvus activated one time. Well, like outside two, the first round. Yeah, the first round he up. moved up. Then the second round he did awesome and then didn't do much after that. Yeah. But yeah, there was, uh, I think it was ter- near the end of the game, Doctor Strange had gotten dazed by Corvus. Yep. And then he said, okay, I don't want that to happen again. So I'm just going to put some bands around you and put an activation token on Corvus. <laughs> and then turned around and said, I still have tons of power because I just got dazed last turn. I'm going to do that again to uh, Black Panther, but yep. dazed Black Panther instead. Mm-hmm. That was just. I don't, that was a wild round. And then Groot was like, I am Groot to Shadowlands Daredevil and was like, oh, you're full health on your flip side with seven stamina. And just do it all. Just boom. I was searching. I was fishing for the stagger there. And then he was just KO'd. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) There was, uh, my team was rolling so well and just doing what they needed to do. I, Thor survived the game. Well, and you know what? I think that's too. It was like this this positive energy coalescence of like how much crap we've given Thor <laughs> in the game. And even chat was like, no, it's a trap. Don't believe it. It's not going to work. And then it continued to work. He was untouchable, I think, for the first two rounds. And then, yeah. Oh, that's right. He survived round two because I used med pack on him. Yes. Because he was at like four damage and you had Black Panther to go. And I was like, med pack, he's got only one damage on him now. And you were like, no. <laughs> Um, but those lists were were super fun. There's one more uh, roster that that he sent us that is called Memorial Day. Oh, that's a good one. Which I is, did not want to fight that one because it has Ancient One and Vision. Yeah, super fair. Uh, and just spoiler alert for anyone that has not seen all of the MCU movies outside of the most recent ones. Uh, so Memorial Day consists of only characters that have died in the MCU. So we have uh, Vision, Gamora, Ancient One, Iron Man. Quicksilver and Black Widow. Mm. I think that would be a super fun one to play too. Yeah, like, uh, for real. It's got a lot of different stuff going on. A, a lot of fa- three long movers. Yeah, a couple I, of tanks with Iron Man and Vision, and then Ancient One just is your beater. Yeah. Yep. So and I Black, think and Gamora and and a little bit of control too, being able to move people in and around. A bit I, of pushes. Yeah. I like this. I it's a lot of fun, and I mean, you get Helios laser bombardment because you got Iron Man there. Fair. So I guess I don't. I don't. I don't know what else you would particularly potentially want. (laughs) But as always, that said, guys, make sure to check out beardofdragongames.online pick up all of your local game store goodness make our local game store your local game store, and why don't you actually physically go there on May twenty eighth to play in the what if event, which you can still sign up for on Longshanks. I believe there's only two slots left for that. So please fill that out. It's going to be an absolute blast. We're going to have a wild snake draft. You're going to pick an affiliation leader and your first leader choice will apply their affiliation ability to everyone. And everyone will count as part of that affiliation for Mm. practice cards and everything else as well. Um, It's going to be stellar. This next upcoming Monday, as always, twitch.tv slash professional casual network to check out uh, some live actual battle play battle reports. I know we have the power phase. Um, And uh, what else we got? feel like i'm always forgetting something oh we're trying out the marvel multiverse yes. rpg if, tomorrow if you're a patron even at the one dollar level we will be doing a, a live stream kind of test play where we're learning that system and we're going to play through the introductory adventure yeah the play test the play test so gonna make some characters tim and uh, my brother-in-law tyler who's been on oh yeah the power phase mm-hmm. it's gonna make a character we haven't seen him in a hot minute i miss tyler i do too 
He was super cool, super fun. Uh, and then Danny's going to play that as well. Um, she's going to play Captain Marvel, but we're going to tone Get her down a little, a little bit. bit. I, I didn't realize till the other day she's a rank twenty five. Yeah, which so is max. What I've what I've read in the uh, the people that have played through it in some of the groups is like, yeah, the the sweet spots between like ten and fifteen. Uh, for a power level or rank or, or whatever it's called in that game for the introductory event. And that's what it says. It says this is meant for a rank 10 to 15 characters. Oh, okay. So like... That makes sense why they're saying that. <laughs> yeah, so having Captain Marvel in there who's ranked 25, she just she literally can't get hit by the enemies. <laughs> yeah. In the adventure. I was looking, I was like, they can't even hit her. But guys, that said, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. And as always, um, I love you. Bye.